three, four. Two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we'll stop singing so that we can all now try this. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Guys, welcome to the Jampic Live episode of Now Try This. This is Nick. And Marcus. And we are here to talk about stuff. And junk. And uh, uh, babies. And the things that come out of babies and fallopian tubes and e- eggs guys welcome to your uh wednesday night fertilization welcome <laughs> <laughs> sex education marcus explain what a zygote is our word of the day a zygote is an egg that has been fertilized by a sperm oh you're so smart thank you i passed remedial science well you know how many people know what a zygote is uh, way less people I would hope a lot babies, of people. Way less people have babies. I promise you. I would. I guarantee you a percent, a huge percentage of people who had babies do not understand what a zygote is. But also, like zygote is one of those stupid words that just is created to explain something that. Like, why do I need a word for an egg that's fertilized? You know, mm-hmm. like why? Like, what is that for? Like, why do I need to know that? Because it's no word? longer an egg. Because it becomes something else. <sighs> a union, the first step into humanity. Sure. Like, I need to know the name of my knee because if I hit it, I need to say, "Wow, my knee hurts." Yeah. Right. No. Sure. I mean, you could say, "Wow, the but, the space between call, my <laughs> what do I call the area between my knee and my ankle?" I can describe it. It's my lower leg. Mm-hmm. But what's the name of it? Calf. That's the back side. I'm talking about the front side. It has a name. What is it? The front calf. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, what is this podcast? Why are we here? This is a podcast where two idiots get together. <laughs> And give each other something to try. Uh, each week, we give the other person something of ours that we love, something that we're passionate about, or just something that is new and hot. <laughs> uh, well, these couple of weeks, we've just been so busy, and there's been so much stuff coming out that we wanted to talk about that we just decided to do a couple weeks of uh, some new stuff. Yeah. Last week, we did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Make sure to check out that episode. Mm-hmm. It was real good. We talked about spider-man yeah and yeah. this one is very or, or did we <laughs> or did we you have to find out Spoilers. by listening to the episode you gotta listen to the episode if did we or did we not talk about spider-man <laughs> um that's really the game the listeners are playing do they talk about the subject or do they not talk about the subject well, if you go to some of those early episodes we definitely did not yeah yeah <laughs> the 50 minute mark oh yeah uh uh fast first was great, uh, fast was great. <laughs> wow triple x was a real good movie oh my god give me triple x as a title you did. Challenge was. you did i still stand by the decision that was a fun movie <laughs> that was a fun movie anything with donnie yen fucking oh, DJ, he's gonna be in the mulan the dj was one he's of the crew members mulan. um oh yeah he's i'll watch that fun have you seen the images we'll get to what this challenge is eventually have you seen the images of the aladdin stuff yeah what do you, what's the, I want, I haven't heard you talk about it i've I seen all I the think. images I, I know what i think yeah and i know what everyone else has been saying what do you think? Um, I saw the pictures of Will Smith. And I, I understand how the process works. Everyone I don't know what you think. Okay, so I, I opened a magazine and I lo- opened my eyeballs and I looked upon the you face of Will your Smith. eyeballs, cut them open and just... Yes, that is where you can have true sight, Nick. Okay? <laughs> Not this normal basic bitch sight where I open your eyelids. 2020, I open my try 10-10. 10-10, bitch. Um, no, I, I think it looks fun. I mean, I don't know. I don't like any of the live action stuff. Um, you didn't like Jungle Book? No. You didn't like Cinderella? No. And you didn't see Beauty and the Beast? No. Interesting. And watch Maleficent either, if that counts. I don't think that counts. That's like <laughs> another thing. That's yeah. not Sleeping Beauty. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of live action stuff. I'll watch it, mm. and I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, I'm but... sitting over here, and I like Cinderella mm-hmm. quite a bit. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Like, it didn't get good um, marketing, and it didn't get a lot of money, but it was a it was a good it was a good telling of the tale. Yeah. 
that was acted very good. Jungle Book was phenomenal because I didn't give a shit about Jungle Book. Yeah. And I now like that movie. Oh, well. um, I didn't give a shit about Jungle Book and I continued documenting shit after that movie. Yeah, well. <laughs> I was just, I mean, Christopher Walken sang a song, dude. That was, I was surprised. Yeah. And it was good. And it was scary. And it was cool. Um, and then I'm excited about Lion King because he made Jungle Book and yeah. John Favreau, I like. <laughs> Lion King's stupid. Well, it's stupid. Because it's just, it's just animation. It's just another animation, but they're calling it live action. But it's animation. I don't want to get in this debate with you because there's there's no debate to be had. It's not a cartoon. It's not animated. It is, it it's is CG, animated. It's CGI'd, that which is, is made to look like real life. So the representation it's making is live action. And just CGI? Just the same way that if, if that's the argument, then we have never gotten a Spider-Man live action movie either because every time he's Spider-Man, he's CGI'd. But he's doing the Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, but at least that's blended. What's the difference? And no, actually, no, because there's so many instances of Tom Holland actually doing the stunts in the Spider-Man suit. Okay, then talk about the Sam Raimi ones, whatever. You think Tobey Maguire's doing shit? I think so. What is... The, shut up. There's instances. <laughs> shut up. Is Tobey Maguire sitting there? And yeah. then they say cut. And then they CGI. No, it is... How is that... How are you trying to have this argument? It is how are you trying to have this you're, argument? You're obviously oh wrong. God. It is animation. How is CGI not animation? I'm not saying CGI is not live animation, but intent matters. The intent is for it to look live action. Okay. When CGI is like tangled and it's not intended to be live action, that's an animated movie. It goes under that category. I understand that the movie is animated, yeah. but it's not an animated movie because it's trying to represent live action. So it's a live action representation of the Lion King. So it's an animated live action representation of Lion King. Yeah. Okay. If you really want to get down to brass tacks <laughs> about the exact categorization. I don't know what you're arguing, man. You're crazy. I'm arguing, sometimes you, sometimes you argue things and I'm like, I don't, I'm not even going to argue with you because you're just wrong and there's no way. There's no point in arguing when you're you. just wrong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, the, the point is, all I'm, my, my argument isn't that I care so much about it being live action because uh-huh. it doesn't matter. My care is about the people that are berating the internet insisting it's an animated movie when like no one cares oh, let I, them call it a live action movie I think that's it's, why I'm so passionate about it I don't not care it's re- in the end I don't care because right. I don't it's care most, about anything it's an animated but, movie but it's not an animated movie but it's an animated 100% <laughs> Nick when your argument is you're right it's an animated movie, but it's not an animated movie. Right, exactly. I think the viewers know who, who's right. Who's right. Tell Nick that he's correct in his statements. You can tweet at us at now try this cast. Oh my god! Uh, follow us on Instagram at now try this cast, and you can also leave us reviews on on iTunes. Yeah, five leave us a preferable. leave us a five star review on iTunes, and in your review, say who was right. Marcus or Nick? Just Thank like you. this uh, user Jess R H did said, "OMG, five stars." OMG exclamation point. You guys are too much crying emoji face. Hashtag Nick is right. <laughs> wow. See? I, don't, I don't think that oh, last man. part was Who there. Who curates the reviews, Marcus? You or I? <laughs> Only because I don't have it. I take my job very seriously. I would never tamper with a uh, review. Uh-huh. I would never add a hashtag Nick is right to the end. I would never do that. I know because you're a faithful um, guy. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I, I want to. You know me. I try super hard to be optimistic. Yeah. Like I'm out of everyone. I'm always like, you know, let's wait. Let's try. Man, those images look rough. Yeah, they look real rough. They, they. The girl, well, I mean, the girl that's Jasmine. Fine. I like her. Yeah. She was the Pink Ranger and Power Rangers. I liked her in that movie, but she just seems so sad in those pictures. You know, it's also just a picture. I mean, it's not. I don't know. Some people pop in pictures. 
Are you telling me when that, It's just like, a picture, dude. When the, it's just a promotional photo. Know, right, so promote it well. Oh, my God. I'm just saying this when the no Infinity indication War, of what the movie's going to be Infinity like. when the Infinity War comes out and Chris Pratt's on the cover, I'm like, oh, yeah, you look cool. <laughs> and this one comes out and I'm like, wow, you guys are just sitting there. It's weird. Yeah, that's that has to do with the photographer, yeah. not the fucking movie at all. Right. Okay. Get a better photographer. Sure, 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 sure. about the movie. Yeah, are the pictures bad? Yeah. Sure. That's what, yeah. They're not exciting. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying the movie's going to be bad. I'm just saying those pictures are bad. Yeah. 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 I, and like costume choice wise, it's not singing to me. Yeah. But whatever. That It, it could look better in, in mm-hmm. action. Yeah. Um, the kid that's Aladdin looks nice yeah. as a person. I need to see him talk, though, so badly. Like, like the teaser that came out was just him picking up a lamp. Yeah. And then it was just those pictures. Yeah. Like, I need to hear what he sounds like so bad to see if wow. he sounds like my Aladdin. And I don't need him to sound the same, but you yeah. know what I mean? That charisma, that spark that we grew up with. I'm sure Aladdin's one of your favorites, too. Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Hands we, down. That's our era, you know? Beauty and the Beast, one. Aladdin. Those, yeah. those are, like, our movie. Yeah. Lion King, you know? Yeah. Um, like, even if they're not your top favorite Disney yeah. movies, like, I might put Tangled in my top three or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are in our opinions, the, some of the best Disney movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's what we grew up with, you know Lion what I mean? Lion King is definitely, I mean, uh, Aladdin is definitely my favorite movie. I used to bring it with me yeah, in what's the, what's VHS. Hold on. Aladdin is the best. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, used to I bring thought it. you were above the level of no. thinking that no, your this favorite's is, also not the with best. Disney. This Disney, right. only with Disney is nostalgia key because that's what they market everything based off 100%. of. 100%. So it's okay. No, I used to bring a VHS of Aladdin with me to school every single day, just in case we had movie day. And it worked because we had movie day. And a lot of times the teacher would be like, does anyone have a movie that we could watch for movie day? And I'd be like, Aladdin. And every day I had it ready to go. And occasionally I'd bring Aladdin part two. Never Aladdin part three. I didn't own that I one. I like three better than two. I, well, two was not great. But <laughs> well, no, I would bring Aladdin part one and occasionally part two to, with me to school every day. I'm sorry. You didn't like Aladdin King of Thieves? I've... I haven't watched it. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, I watched it as an adult. Oh, okay. I, I was yeah, super I didn't excited because that would have been a perfect try. I didn't watch it as a that kid. That would have been a perfect try. I watched it as an My adult. My mom brought me home that one. Really? Yeah. I think oh, she saw me watch Aladdin do? 3. Oh, so Brad. My Aladdin. mom brought me Aladdin 3. I had the Aladdin trilogy Ooh. on VHS. That was a high roller as this a young boy. boy with a silver spoon in his mouth. Hell, Fucking could yeah. afford you know the crazy third, thing is three to me? VHSs. You know what the craziest thing to me? Most is all Disney movies. That I watched. We didn't yeah. have the Disney Channel growing up because it used to be a premium channel. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when we were super young. Growing up, you yeah. didn't remember? Yeah, no. it's because it was a premium channel. You had I didn't get cable it. until I was like in an, uh, late elementary school. Well, my grandma had cable. I don't know. You used to well, have cable. I, I met my family. Anyway, I didn't have cable personally. <laughs> anyway, the Disney movies, all of them were first seen by me when my mm-hmm. mother brought home a VHS. Yeah. Which is so weird to me. Like, I didn't, we didn't go to the movies. We didn't like mm-hmm. have family time. We didn't rent movies like that. Yeah, yeah. She would randomly come home every once in a while and be like, "Here's a Disney movie," and I'd be like, "Pocahontas," and then I'd watch it. And that was my experience with all Disney movies by myself. If my mother handed me a VHS, that's it just, so funny. It just seemed different than what yeah, most yeah. people saw them in theaters or as a family. Or, yeah, I don't know. But like, here's Mulan. I'm like, great. Now it's my favorite movie. She <laughs> <laughs> seems weird. I don't know. But talking about costumes. That jump off the page. Wow. What a transition. No one mentioned costumes at all. We did. It was like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Marcus, I'm trying here. Okay. Listen. Okay. Listen. Talking about Aquaman. Let's go back to talk about Aquaman. Listen. Okay. Hey, listen, Nick. okay, listen, listen, okay, okay, listen. Why'd you give me Aquaman? Listen, you gave me Aquaman. I know. I'm God damn it. 
I was um, trying to say you up because we hadn't talked about Nick, it yet. The reason I gave you Aquaman you was even, we haven't Nick, even said the, what it the reason was I gave you Aquaman you this week. It. This week we're doing Aquaman. The reason right. I gave you Aquaman was because Aquaman is a trash superhero. Ever the you love Aquaman. We grew up well. Whenever we would go to the comic stores in college, remember we would just overhear conversations about people like ragging on Aquaman for like no reason. Actually, no. Please explain this to me. You don't remember? Oh, I don't remember either. I was probably too busy looking. I was hoping you just say yes and. Come on, Nick. Oh, I thought you were saying a real... No, I was making it up. Come on. Oh. <laughs> mm. No. No way. Can you try again? I feel bad. We spent a lot of time in the comic book stores. <laughs> Guys, we used to know comic books allowed us to live for most of the years yeah. of our lives. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes there's those nerds that are People really cringy. We went to the comic book store. Yeah. Sometimes there's those nerds that are really cringy and like you can't... You can't tell them that Aquaman is like... A, a lot of people in general think Aquaman is bad. That's fine. I I have a, a personal affinity to the underdog of comic books where anyone who is not the mainstream is adjacent to the mainstream. I'm always like, I root for that guy. Like that guy's cool. And Aquaman is one of those guys. Yeah. He's not my favorite superhero, but I'm always rooting for him. I want him to have good comic books. Yeah. I want people to like him. Um. And with Jeff Johns rebooting it, I feel like he had a good little stride there. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it went away. Because DC is crazy and they don't know what to do. DC is crazy and confusing. But, but they, but they were able to... There's also been swaths, um, of, so I'm told from like mm-hmm. history, like there's been swaths of good Aquaman runs too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With... Um, I feel like it's Peter David. It might not be, but like when he got his hook hand, that was mm-hmm. like a resurgence. They changed the character. You know, yeah. like yeah, it happens every once yeah. in a while. He's he's always a he's always he was the leader of the Justice League during the Detroit era <laughs> of Justice League. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah wow, very important. And Gypsy. And wow, the A list. Li- listen, dude. The A list. Justice, Justice League. I think he was the you de facto call, leader. You you pull up the, the phone and you call Justice League. Who you get? Whoever's on the other line. Guess who it was in Detroit that era? Aquaman was the leader. Was there another Justice League or just the Detroit? It was just them. It was one of those areas where everything else like dismantled and Superman, uh, Batman went yeah, did yeah. something else. And Aquaman's and like, Aquaman was left. oh, um, uh, okay, everyone left me? Okay, we'll start a new Justice League and, and we're going to have our headquarters in Detroit. Yeah. Cool. I think they were trying to be like relatable. <laughs> to specifically to people in Detroit. It's also when we got our our his, our our Hispanic. Our singular Hispanic. Hispanic superhero vibe for a long Hawk time. Hawkeye was Hispanic. In the cartoon, not in. And one of one of her lives, <laughs> she was Hispanic. She's an alien. <laughs> in most, in half of the... she's an alien who identifies as Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, all this means if you have lightly dark skin and you want to be a Latinx, you just gotta say the word. <laughs> oh uh, Ben, no, but I was excited for this movie because I don't like most of the DC movies. I I think the last DC you movie really I enjoyed, like, I you, hate them. you. Actually, like I, I'll, I'll I'm on apologetics for half. Yeah, yeah, I'm also the, but also tell you BBS is trash. But yeah, I also like I liked Suicide Squad. I bought a Funko Pop. I, I like you know stuff. But you hate them all, right? I hate all of them except for um, Dark Knight Returns. Is that the one with the Heath Ledger? DCU. Oh, I know it's not, but that's the no, last that's DC. That is the last DC no, movie Knight, I liked. Period. Dark Knight Returns isn't a oh, movie. Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Dark Knight. Uh, <laughs> that's the only DC movie I've liked, uh, other than like the the Bat- Michael Keaton Batman. So in the modern era. Yeah, modern era. That's and that's not even DCU, like you said. Like that's just I hated the Bane one, and then I've hated every movie since then. I mean, Bane one was pretty bad. Yeah, and and that I hated the Bane. One. I and Wonder Woman. I'm glad it exists. It started off real cool. And then I feel like it kind of just fell apart. For I'm me. sure we'll have to talk about Wonder Woman because your hate for that 
is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't know. You were pretty hot on it when it came out, dude. Well, I mean, I feel like I feel like I like the beginning Time of it, and of I like things. that it exists. But then it's just like I tried watching it again. I was like, man, this do you sucks. like war movies though? Yeah, I mean, I like Saving Private Ryan. Because it's a war movie, or because you like. Everything I think it's else? a good movie. Do you know. like other war movies? No, <laughs> I just think you don't like war. It's a war movie. It is a war movie. You know? I don't know, but uh, it's just because boring. I don't. Know, I don't. Know. I think you think war movies the are boring. Sucks, it's a war though. movie. That's not. Listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. If that is the th- reason, then you hate a lot of superhero movies. I do. Right. And and the problem here's the thing with superhero movies. Like, like I get they it. Don't but, hold up. But comic most books of the have time. Sh- shitty superhero movies yeah, yeah, all the yeah. time. The, com- the, the superhero movies don't hold up most of the time. And even the Marvel movies, it's like, you like them. Like, I think when you go there and you sit down in the movie theater and you have a good time, that's good enough for me when it comes I to superhero movies. you're movie. sick and you're a Nelly Nebler right now. No. no just I am a, a, the clearest mind I'm I've ever had. <laughs> I'm full of Dayquil and I am, I am of sound mind. I am at Nirvana and I know all. I have transcended existence. movies suck. Yeah, maybe I'm being negative. Uh, but if you go no, there, have a good time. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. No, I'm uh, saying for like, me, I think the Wonder Woman movie. The reason why it's, uh, you know, we'll get into it later. Okay, sure. But Aquaman is good, and <laughs> I had a good time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dude. And then that's the end. Oh my God. Let's wrap it up. Nick, what you think of the movie? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, I'm sick. You have never. <laughs> Done that poorly. <laughs> I've done bad. It was com- comically bad. Oh, was good. Well, you know, Aquaman was good. Right. <laughs> I'm done. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Well, pack the bag. I assume you gave me Aquaman because you were very excited. No, I was excited because you love Aquaman yeah. and you were waiting for one of these good ones. What What have you before this movie came out? What did you think of? I mean, why are you, my answer is your challenge. Why? What did you think of Jason Momoa? I'm before, real warm. That's fine. What did you think of Jason Momoa before this movie? Like, what were you? Did you like that casting choice? Did you like him in Justice League? Are you a, a Jason Momoa fan? I think that <sighs> Justice League was not a good movie. We don't also, have to talk about how bad but, Justice League was. But I think that it's it's it was a shame because it felt like think so. sure, but it felt like it had a good cast. Like I don't I mind know. anybody in that movie. Yeah. I don't think anybody acting wise like, was even terrible. The kid that was Cyborg, I was like, I didn't hate anything I he chose him. to do. You know, it's a shame because that's one movie that, in terms of the actors, I wanted them to succeed. Yeah. Um, I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, and I like all those characters as the person yeah. they're casted as. Uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, I think, is a great choice. Yeah, it's such a it's such a bold and interesting choice. He's a statement Aquaman. choice. Yeah, it really is. You know, like the guy that was Aquaman in the Smallville TV show that is now Hawk in the Titan yeah. show. What's his name? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the crispy white guy with yeah, blonde yeah, yeah, yeah. hair. Very easily could have chose that kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. But like you're saying, he's a, he's a He's he's a choice, you know. Yeah. I mean, to have a long-haired guy like that uh, with dark darker skin, darker hair, yeah. you know, um, very famously I, Polynesian. Yeah. C- um, and was descent. anybody like butthurt about the not being white? Yeah, I feel like no well, one no, because was. no one cares about uh, uh, Aquaman. Yeah, I like that. No, that but, was like a nice. That was a refreshing yeah. thing too. Yeah, but DC. I mean, listen, they do a lot of shit wrong, but like the cast director should get an Emmy. Or an Oscar or something, Globe, <laughs> something. I don't know. For casting Jason Momoa? <laughs> no, but also like uh, casting an Israeli actress yeah. as uh, as Wonder yeah. Woman. I guess it's just those two. But, it's, but it's, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but it's also funny that you have uh, a superhero that no one cares about inherently. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. I mean, didn't Entourage? I didn't watch Entourage, but didn't they have a running yeah. joke about Aquaman movie yeah, or whatever? Trailer. 
Yeah. And Justin Hartman, I think is his name. The guy from This Is Us, the black uh-huh. guy. The guy that was Green Arrow. Yeah. He was him. In the... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, there's like a... They, they almost made a show. Wait, am I confusing two things? Maybe. I think there's a pilot with him as Aquaman. Oh, really? Yeah, out there somewhere. Huh. Like there's a pilot of Wonder Woman with that one girl. That yeah, yeah, are. I remember that. I think it's out there somewhere. Or... That has to do with the entourage. Ooh, I am Mexican. <laughs> yeah. I am about 50-50, dude. It's 50% either that was the entourage thing, and yeah. they turned it into a thing, or they're two separate things that happened around the same time. That's so funny. How, what's the chance of two Aquaman things happening? I don't know. Like very likely. About 50-50. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just, it's so good that they decided to cast someone like them, because with the unlikable superhero, you have to cast someone who's very charismatic, who's going to carry the role. Mm-hmm. And I think Jason Momoa was the perfect person. I mean, right off of Game of Thrones fame, like he was amazing yeah. on that show and everyone loved him. You know, uh, he was, he was almost, I mean, he was, they tried to get him for Jax the Destroyer, but he picked this first. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But he was a second choice. Well, really, I, I didn't know that. But they they offered it to Momoa, and he was like, "I can't, because I'm be Aquaman." Ah, uh, nice. Which is obviously the better choice. Of course, he's yeah, gonna yeah. carry he's a titular character. Because when they hired him, it was the promise of, "And you're gonna get an Aquaman movie under there." But they're probably like, well, "We'll see." I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But but he was definitely one of the better parts of the Justice League movie. He really was. Like everything he did was not wrong. No, you know everything Gal did was not wrong. Everything that the people did were were not wrong. It no. was everything underneath. Yeah, it was the acting <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not the acting. It was the dialogue and yeah. the directing and yeah, but. Okay, so Aquaman's coming out. I'm excited. You're excited. Here it is. It's finally here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made like We're at full chub. It made like it's made. I forget all the numbers, but it's made like 400 million so far worldwide. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, I think the opening weekend was like 75 thousand, 75 million, yeah. which is pretty great. Yeah, um, I was gonna say according <clears throat> to Wikipedia, it says 200. It says that it cost 200 million to make, and they made. They've already made. Um, 261 million and according to your numbers they've been more than that so like yeah that's great yeah it's doing it's good. a success already the cinema sto- score is is good uh uh the rotten tomatoes is like it's like 60 64%. or 70 yeah between 60 and 70 for critics but even higher for audience it's like in the yeah. 90s yeah yeah audiences so. like this movie yeah um which is good and well with dc movies a lot of audiences tend to like it more than the critics but this is a higher on the higher end of the yeah, critics yeah yeah yeah, yeah, but but also but also in the audience too because yeah. like Suicide Squad being like a twelve run or whatever in like a yeah. sixty audience is different than a sixty and a ninety. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. people are like people. People really people like don't have to defend this movie the way they have to. No. Yeah, yeah. No one's going online being like this is this is a good movie and nobody knows what they're talking about. Which is every time a DC movie comes out. Oh man, the forums are populated like with Batman posts of people Superman just being like, was like, "This is the best Batman movie I've exactly. ever seen in my life." I'm like, yeah. "What did you watch?" People having to defend what it and people watch? like going hard for yeah. their DC movies. And this one, everyone's just unanimously agreeing that it's like a good movie. It's good. It's got little things, but it's good. Yeah, what, I think I think it's it's weird because as as I was watching this movie, uh-huh. I was excited and glowing and beaming the whole time because it's such a fun ride yeah it's such a good movie uh walking away thinking about it now for the podcast there's definitely things i want to talk about that i'm, I'm wondering why they made those choices yeah, and yeah. it's just not the best things uh-huh. but I, it also made me wonder what's the what's the tipping point right yeah because batman versus superman bad movie yeah there's a couple good moments in there like sure. we, we all walked away from a lot of people walked away from that thinking about that yeah, was yeah. A good batman yeah how could we think that if it was that bad of a movie we still want henry cavill as superman but yeah. That was a horrible movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this movie, it's a good movie, but we also have problems with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's that tipping point? Like, I think what's when, the thing? I think when you leave the theater yeah. and you have to think about it, 
to to realize mm. that there's problems, mm. then you then it's like okay, it's a good well, movie. Here's the thing: there were glaring problems, problems in this movie. There were sure. glaring problems. But when you are sitting in the movie theater, yeah. going, "I want to leave now," mm. and it's only an hour in, and mm. there's still an hour and change left. Yeah. That's a bad movie. And being, I felt like and that during Batman vs. Superman. Being an optimist, you can still walk away. It's like, I want to leave now. I mean, I didn't hate what Henry Cavill was doing, but that movie exactly. was bad. Interesting. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like, what's the, where's the, where's that line, you know? Yeah. I think, I think, I think it has to do with while you're in the moment. I like, think so. If you're in the moment, you're having fun and you walk away from it having fun, then it's a good movie. This but is, with problems. This is one of mine. This is one of my personal ones. When what I'm sitting it? in the movie and I instinctively lift up my hand. What I'm lifting up is the remote to check how much longer on the Netflix it is. <laughs> and I'm in a movie theater, so that's not how that works. But when I do that, I can tell that I was like, I want to know how much longer I got. <laughs> but when Aquaman's going, I didn't lift up my hand once because I didn't care. You how watch much longer. Netflix movies with the remote in your hand? I think Cassie went to the bathroom. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's you what inst- that plumbing is. Yeah, you instinctually just watch. Cause if it's in your hand, that means it's like so tied to your muscle memory of doing it. That you must do it all the time, and so I do. I do. I do. I do. That's weird. I do hold the remote a lot. <laughs> I think it's also because I play. Um, I play. I play volume. Uh, I, play, I don't have a word. What's the word for it? I say ride the volume. I, that's what it is. I do that a yeah. lot because I, well, for whatever reason, I don't hear great, mm-hmm. and so when they're talking, I need it at like a hundred. <laughs> but when there's an explosions, I want to be polite, so yeah, I put yeah. it down to ninety. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I, I feel like I ride the volume with certain things. Yeah. Like certain shows are not equalized properly. And so you have to like ride the volume a little bit. Right. So yeah. so how do you what, what were your thoughts? I mean, I gave my general thoughts about the movie. Yeah. What, what are your general thoughts? My general thoughts are the same. I, I liked Great. it. No, you didn't say it's it the same. Was, I already said it. It was cheesy in certain <laughs> points. And like, I think I, during the movie, when we were watching it together, I pointed out. The, the, <gasps> we watched it together. Oh, man. I pointed out the music. <laughs> I know we, we made it a point me. not to talk about anything bad. That, about the movie because we wanted to wait. Yeah, but there were just moments where you had to turn to me like Nicholas. <laughs> what is this shit? What is going on? You were so visibly upset about Pitbull. Like a lot of people, I looked on the internet. A lot of yeah. people are mad about Pitbull. But, oh, they are good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've watched enough Fast and the Furious movies. So, so what? Okay, so. <laughs> Pitbull is not in this movie. What, to war, we're going to we're gonna get, we're gonna get to spoilers and go through the synopsis and talk about the movie, yeah. but we will just talk about this Pitbull thing real quick. I don't think there's this is a spoiler. There's a, there's a point in the movie where they ride up to like an island or a beach or yeah. something like that, and that what's that Africa song called? Uh, it's da, Africa. Total Africa. Da, da, I bless the rains down in Africa. And rapping over his Pitbull, Miss Worldwide. Blah, blah, blah. It, but it's, it, I hate that. And it was very, it when, was very in your face. Uh, it was very uh, apparent. But Marcus, I'm telling you right now, if you didn't turn to me flabbergasted about this moment, <laughs> so bad. the only word is flabbergasted. <laughs> if you didn't turn to me like that, yeah. I would have been. I would have. My immersion level for movies is way higher than a of lot course, of people's. Yeah, yeah. So I am not like I'll process that after. Yeah, yeah. But music is one of those things where I'm not listening for it. Yeah. And I'm actively not. And I'm actively there for the ride. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm also the guy during game night where I'm like, can we turn music on and have it full blast yeah, yeah. of this ocean view? And I always <laughs> got lower because everyone else is like, that music's annoying. And I'm like, no, put it on. I want to hear, hear all the levels. I want to hear. I want to be in the movie. Yeah. So I'm that guy. So I wouldn't have noticed that much. Like afterwards, yeah. you would have been like, man, that football. I was like, I guess that was a little out of place. But you turned to me, man, and you were. Oh, I've never seen you so like upset. I was upset. Well, I first of all, one of the most annoying things I I hate with certain music is 
when they take a whole song and they just add someone talking to it. it you, do, you are not adding value to the song. The song is great. You're just talking over it in a certain way. If you sample it, kind of like um, uh, Eminem's song, Stan Damn. samples uh, that song. Yeah. That's great. You know, you're just sampling it. A lot of rap music does it, and that's fine. But when you take the whole song and you're just talking over it little by little, adding nothing, adding no context, not adding a new story. To be fair, it was 15 seconds of the song. I listened to the whole song after. You Because I was mad. And you went and listened to the Aquaman song. I listened to the whole Aquaman. Let me tell you this, Marcus. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question before you go on, though. Yeah. When was the last time you suck out a, a soundtrack to a movie? Most of the time. No, fuck. <laughs> I didn't think you did. Most people don't. I do. I like music. I mean, but right. I listened to the whole thing and this, it is just straight up. It is just the Africa song and him talking over it. Not even that much, which is funny because it's like he talks over it like a little bit. <laughs> You mean so then, raps over it? Yeah, he raps over it a <laughs> little bit. Talking. But it's not, it's, I would say rapping if I thought what he was doing was quality. Sure. And could, could be considered Google rap. Google is very popular. He's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Listen, people's songs, I don't mind them in the club. Like, that's, he's, he is perfect for that space. Who is listening to people? The people in the club. But who, like, <laughs> like, I've never, I don't go to clubs. Right. But. I've heard rap music. I've heard sure. songs on the radio. I don't think people can... I mean, he's a rapper, but he's not a rapper. He's a talker. Well, <laughs> he is a, He's like DJ Khaled. He's an influencer. <laughs> but who? He I want to know. He creates soundscapes. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is creates, he a producer? Is he like a DJ Khaled producer? And that's why he's on so many tracks? I don't say DJ Khaled's even a producer. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know, dude. People, I hate people so much. Wide. I know, but he seems like a nice guy. That's the problem. Like, I don't want to hate him. I know. I feel, doesn't he help a lot with like, his many yeah. causes and shit? Yeah, he seems like he, a nice is guy. Is he Dominican? I don't know what he is. I don't know. But he I, seems like a nice guy. I forget guy. what he is, but I feel like he talks about it a lot. And yeah. Like pushes so that. I don't want to hate him, yeah. but like, I really, I don't get why they decided to put him on this no, it seems album. Like a positive well, movie. as a whole, I think the, the score of this movie was, um, was very noticeable. And I don't think like a, a score to any movie should add to it. And if it's noticeable, it should be in a good way. But I, I noticed it. A good soundtrack you don't notice. I noticed it in the way you notice a laugh track on a sitcom where it was a bad in sitcom because yes. a good sitcom you don't notice exactly where it was intentionally leading you to feel yeah. certain emotions and telling you it like, was very this is, obtrusive it was and it felt like the level was just two notches higher than yes, it should have been it was it was like, like this is a romance scene this is dramatic this is dramatic dramatic <laughs> this is dramatic this discovery is dramatic. they're finding something important key change discovery <laughs> the discovery's bigger now. <laughs> Somber music, loving touch. Scary music, something's happening. <laughs> You're not wrong. It was very obtrusive. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even that bad. Like, like I never, I didn't sit there listening to the music because you heard the music yeah, yeah. and you pointed it out to me. So I did point it out. I you pointed it out to you and guess You were like, listen to the music. Because it bothered me it so much. It itself wasn't that bad. Like, yeah. if you just listen to those like the score if you listen to score by itself you're like oh i get it this is tension i think oh, I get it, it was the is... mixing yeah and the level it's, well, it's all the mixing the sound mixing was yeah. really weird like it didn't like it's supposed to be like underneath and it was like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so like you'd be like wait he's my brother he would look and then it would be like dog dog <laughs> it was it felt like that it did it, it really did. did which is uh but i don't want to take anything away from the composer because the music itself wasn't bad i don't know it, it was a little generic. generic it was a little it felt generic. very generic 
Like it felt like they I mean, took. Listen, okay, cool. Let's take this part from this soundtrack from Indiana Jones. Let's take this soundtrack from something else and like just like yeah, put it that's into what those scenes when you don't when you're not fucking John Williams, dude. Like it, like like I get it, but I guess so. But I I watched so many movies and not once have I really like noticed the music in a bad way like this. I think it. I think it's the you're song, right. I think it's the mixing. It's, the mixing. it's but it's also not great. Like it's not amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's good, but it's not great. No. It's the same composer as Wonder Woman. I think I love. Oh really? Yeah. It's but it's not like. The Superman theme is so iconic, yeah. you know. Burr, 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 burr. Is that it? <laughs> oh, I must not be that iconic. Well, John's Williams like is confusing my head because of the acapella version yeah, yeah. where he uses them all. The acapella version, you know what I'm talking about? No, where the guy sings the Star Wars song, but with all different John Williams no. music. I don't know what you're talking about. You're the only one who loves school. acapella stuff. This is my jam in high school. I'll show you to you later. But uh, we don't need another reaction inside of our reaction nope, or something no, else we reacting. Don't. But, like, it's it's hard to get... Like, I, I give a lot of things a pass because of that. Because it's just... You, they're rare, you yeah. know? Like, it's, it's just rare. I wish I got it more. Like, all the yeah. Marvel movies, they're all competently composed. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you a single character's theme. I couldn't sure, sure, right sure, now. sure. You yeah. know, they're all competently composed, all very good. Yeah. But nothing is like that John Williams. Like, there's only a couple John Williams, Danny Elfman's of the of world. Course. You know what I mean? Of course. So I, but, I, I, I'm always a little more forgiving than that. But, but Pitbull's but right. Africa <laughs> is not John Williams or Danny Elfman level of quality. Yeah. <laughs> now my question is, did he make that song for this movie? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what I thought. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad soundtracks are weird oh man because because that mostly comes from we're talking way too much about this i just realized yeah that, no we are i was like that, i was that, like hey let's move on well, we in move my on. head but my, my last thing i me too i just got there but the last thing is just they said hey pitbull you're popular make a song yep. for our movie yeah and he was like okay of course and, you know why would you say no which which it's is called so, shore to shore which is it's not called Africa Remix or something. It's called Shore to Shore. You're so funny. The, but it's just so funny how it's so business related. Like that part of the movie is lifting the veil of not a movie. Made. Like James Wan wasn't like, I need Pitbull in my movie. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have you seen The Nun? There was a very important part of The Nun. Where, did he direct that? Yeah, he did. Hmm. Where um, The Nun is like coming out and then. Maybe I'll like it. Like uh, coming out and then in the background here, Mr. Worldwide. Let's talk about James Wan. Uh, yeah. uh, of soft fame made the Conjuring. Soft flame, soft flame made the Conjuring and then serious yeah, yeah. movies. Um, very able director. Yeah, he's uh, great. I like a he's lot a great of his guy. stuff. And he's a, his stuff is good. I've watched. I think all of his like, mainstream about, stuff. Talk about earning like the chance to make this movie. You yeah, know what I mean, like to pay your pay your paces. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just interesting to me how they choose directors and how yeah. they you know how they go from this horror guy. But he came in with the pitch and the right vision. And I think overall, yeah, I think now is when we get to spoilers. I think overall, his vision of the movie is what makes it work. Because while I agree with you, this the sound isn't great. Yeah. And the script is lazily written. He didn't write the script. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think the framework is all there. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he I think the, the directing is great. I think yes. the, the the war, the battle pieces are, are amazing. Oh, my God. How I love did this guy learn to direct <clears throat> action so yeah. well? 
Like you, you would never know from watching yeah. the Saw movies. Well, that... it's it's he knows. I feel like we, I think maybe we've said it before, but like when you know how to direct a horror movie, like yeah. you, it teaches you so much about tension and, and oh, building. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're you know, right. building That's why expectations because so that tension's there so much, right? Yeah. Like every time they swing the train, you're like, oh. Yeah, and I mean, it's so funny because one of the scenes of this movie is that you discover the trench creatures, which are from the comic books. Yeah. Um, and they're just like these mindless. Oh, I just realized beings. how scary that was. And they, he did and such him, a good yeah. job. I thought about that because I was like, man, this is scary. And it's because he is a horror director. He knows. So he knew how to build fear yeah. in the audience. I bet that had a lot to do with his pitch, too. You know, yeah. it was like, and the trench. <laughs> but that those trench creatures showing up, that was legitimately scary. And they looked, oh, like, let's talk about the look of this movie. Yeah. Like, it was beautiful. Like, it was, it was real beautiful. Like, every, I think down every 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 bit of this I movie. Had no complaints about the visuals beautiful. once. My one complaint about the visuals oh. was when they youngified Nicole Kidman and the. I didn't. I wouldn't have noticed if you didn't. Dead. I didn't. Well, I wouldn't have noticed that if you. It looked like it, it looked pretty good, but it just looked like they had plastic surgery, and I didn't know the actors well enough to like mm. see how. You don't know the actors well enough. You don't know Nicole Kidman. You don't. Know or the guy you're looking up on your phone right now. You don't know. <laughs> Tamora Morrison? No, I don't. What else has he been in? He's Django Fett, dude. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I guess yeah, I, I do was know. I when I saw that. I was like, oh, cool. He's that guy. He was um, also Abin Sur in the Green Lantern movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. But they youngified them, and yeah. that freaks me out. It's a, it's that Uncanny Valley thing. I also thing. think it's the kind of thing where if you saw them old and then you saw them young, it would have been a, a softer pill to swallow. Yeah, yeah. But since you, you just see them you, young. You haven't seen a lot of Nicole Kidman stuff, and exactly. you don't recall this guy from anything. It was so young. That was, your first, that was your first thing to see, and you're yeah. like, Something's weird. I get it. I get it. But when it's something like Robert Downey Jr. in the beginning of the movie or, you know, uh, Michael Douglas at the beginning of the movie, yeah. you know who those people yeah. are and you know what's happening right away. But this yeah. one, you're just like, I don't this know one, it was people. jarring. But yeah. other than that, that was my one thing. Other than that, I think the visuals were spectacular. Why don't they go the other way? I feel like old people makeup is so much better than the youngified stuff. Like, is why it? not get a young guy and girl to play the mom and dad? And they make them look old? And they make them look older. I don't know. They're definitely more younger in this movie than older. Yeah, but then you couldn't have Nicole Kidman in it. Then have fucking Scarlett Johansson <laughs> or someone. Like, have some, whatever. <laughs> like, there's other famous actors and nope, actresses. There's okay. one. Nicole Kidman. Honestly. And Jango Fett. I, be, I feel like any 25 to 30 year old woman that's popular right now probably would have been cheaper than Nicole Kidman <laughs> in your movie. Yeah, that's where the $200 million went. Probably. Um, and she was in like 20 minutes. No, she was. She was in, like she was in more. She was in more. I don't know. She but, wasn't that much. but I think that visually, I think the costumes were incredible. I think that they made Atlantis oh look god. amazing. Oh my god. So good. I mean, they this, deserve an Oscar. The scene when Aquaman gets the trident and he shows up in his oh, wait, iconic. Was Black Panther also this year? I guess they don't deserve the Oscar, but they deserve a nomination. <laughs> uh, uh, Aquaman shows up with the trident, gets the iconic Aquaman costume, and that shit looks good. It's supposed to look dumb. Yeah. It should look horrible. But he makes it look good. And it should look, look not good. good on him. And yeah. it's, it's a different motif than everything else has been. Mm -hmm. Like, they purposefully gave him different looking armor yeah. in the Justice League movie. They yeah. purposely gave him those tattoos so they didn't have to do that armor. And when that armor showed up, it is like, I wish it wasn't in the trailer, man. Yeah. What but if it wasn't in the trailer? Oh, yeah. That would have been cooler. Oh. But, but think about this. When I will. The, I am here and think, I will think You ready about to it. think? I'm hold telling on, you. Hold on, hold on. Are you ready? ready to think. Okay. You put on your thinking cap? I literally put on a cap that is not my thinking Good. cap yet. When <laughs> most of the DC universe <laughs> is good. Hold on. You made me unready. Hold on. Are you ready to think? 
No, I'm ready. Uh, you must have not been. That thinking cat must have not been tied tightly. Well, it was is the it pause. Tied? It, is it tied? Is it ready to hold go? On, hold on, hold on. <sighs> I'm ready. When most of the DC universe is going for the dark, gritty thing, mm-hmm. I feel like having Aquaman come out in that shining, bright-ass fucking costume is a statement. And James Wan was making a fucking statement with this movie. Taking the whole DC universe in a new direction. Are you thought of, have you thought about that? I'm not responding because I'm thinking. <laughs> no, I agree 100%. That's, honestly, that shift is exactly what this universe needs. And yeah. now we're getting Shazam too, which is probably also going to be pretty I'm fun. I'm looking forward to Shazam because this was fun. Yeah. and the, it, Yeah. G- g- take a tent, guys. God. Yeah. No this one movie. wants Dark. Just because Dark Knight is a fantastic movie. But that's Batman. He's, no, no, he's, he doesn't even have yeah. to do with the fact that it's Batman. It's just because that's a perfectly written movie. Yeah. It's but like, also, like yeah. if you want to teach how to write a movie, you show them Dark Knight. Sure. But Batman. has nothing to do with the darkness. Batman is inherently a dark character. Sure. He, he juxtaposes the ju- entirety of the Justice League. That's why they're always uh, fighting against each other Wait, in terms of morals. League? You tell me? Moral. What are you talking about? Morally. Morally. Batman fights? Morally. It fights the justice? Morally. Pow, pow, pow. Morally. With his fist? With his brain. And his fist? Big brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a deep comic book cut. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that he... Um, and, and that's why you can't have a whole dark universe. It's like yeah. that thing, like, if everyone's gritty, then no one's gritty, yeah, right? No, like, it's right. stupid. Yeah. So you need those characters to shine. I just hope shine. they take the right lessons from this. It's... I do, too. I hope. I, I just hope. Because this was a really fun movie. Um, I think the the one place where we said it, it failed is the soundtrack a little. I think the other place that it failed a little bit, and then we can just talk about all the great things, yeah. is the writing. I, I don't know who wrote it. I'm not going to look it up because I'm about to bash them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure James Wan helped with the story, but the writing, it felt, it felt, and I was thinking about this hard because I wanted to know what didn't work because it was such a good movie, but it felt like the writing was bad. Yeah. But we liked the movie, and I think it's because the pacing was so expertly planted by the director mm-hmm. and the editor and all that stuff and the framework was there right yeah, yeah. like the sequence of events of from the kid to the adult mm-hmm. to the search for the they item fit a lot into to the, the movie, black man's origin to good. the black man to fight yeah. to the ocean masters i felt like ocean master had an arc i felt like black manta had an arc. yes i felt like aquaman probably had the smallest arc we can talk aquaman about it. definitely had the smallest arc uh, no mara had the smallest arc <laughs> she went from one brother one brother to another that was her arc <laughs> yeah i guess but, so but there were lots of arcs in the movie. Yeah. But that usually happens for writing, but we didn't get the writing. So I think the framework was there. I think I think that's the problem. Like someone went into this movie and they're like, this is what the movie is and laid yeah. out all the things and then hired two people to fill in the dialogue. Yeah, I feel like the dialogue was, was the poorest part. Well, we kept being able to predict it because it was so predictable and generic and yeah. like classic like 60s yeah. comics. If you gave us the first sentence of the lines in this movie, I feel like we could we could finish well, it. Well, we did that like three times yes. during the movie. <laughs> they would say something and we turned to each other and say the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. and then they would say it because <laughs> it was filled with cliches yeah it was just like they look at each other and go i love you and you're like or i can't i can't be without you ocean stuff and you're like yeah i fucking i knew you were gonna say that ocean shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are a sea apart and fucking i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> but which is a shame because like I think of just like a Joss Whedon or maybe not Joss Whedon, but somebody like was a high caliber scriptwriter just yeah. took like one pass at the script. They could have fixed it. Like um, James Gunn. If James Gunn had one pass at the script just mm-hmm. to change some of the dialogue, God, how different would this movie yeah. have been? It would have went from like an A minus to an A plus because yeah, yeah. it was real good. 
I, I yeah, I, I think that's fun. the same thing. So I think fun. it was a fun movie. I don't it let itself be fun. I don't think it was like a great movie, but um, it's hard with superhero movies. They're on a different scale. Like you can't you can't judge them it's in true. the same way it's you true. judge it's like true. an Oscar movie. You're right because can I predict the whole trajectory of the whole movie? Yes. Did all are all the characters exactly what I yeah. thought they would be? Yes. Are all of them almost the same at the beginning and the end? Yes. Do all of them fit in the cliches <laughs> of all the stereotypes of all the kinds of people? Yeah, yes. Yeah. But that's kind of what you want from a comic book movie yes. most of the time. I I think. I think that's what I want from like 75 to 80% of my yeah, movies. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you give me a Dark Knight yeah. or a Guardians of the Galaxy and you get yeah. something different. You know what I mean? Exactly. Sometimes from superhero movies, like not everyone has to be like a great movie. Like I thought yeah. uh, Dark Knight was incredible and transcended the the superhero 100%. genre. It was just a good movie. It was a just a famous comicosm of movie. everything. Yeah. Mostly everything else. Just, you know, good superhero movies yeah. and then varying degrees within that scale of superhero yeah, movies. I think there's a different scale there. Yeah. But but some like go past it. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was refreshing for yeah. the genre. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which I think makes it an even better movie. Yeah. But but you're right. There's a different scale there. And so I think this movie is still within that scale. I don't think DC has transcended with the new DCEU. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've transcended the superhero scale at all. And they've barely made it past like yeah. a two on the a two out of 10. I mean, on it's interesting because MCU went and made their own scale, right? Yes. Like we only, we only judge MCU movies against themselves. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is so interesting because I don't, I could, I can't tell you yeah. how good of a movie infinity war or black Panther. Are. I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Because I only know in the microcosm that, you know, of so the funny. Universe. I wonder if that has to do with Disney buying them because I feel the same way about Disney movies where I like, I go watch a DC animated that's, movie. That's the Disney I'm not thing. Really, that's I'm not really thing. judging it against other movies. Oh, I'm judging it against yeah. other Disney movies. 100%. They win best animated movie of the year almost every year for whatever yeah. Disney movie came it out that year. Win this year. It better not freaking win this year. <laughs> I swear to God, if Rocky Ralph 2 walks away after, <laughs> into the Spider-Verse, does it? I hope it does not win anything. I feel like there was another big Disney I movie. I saw Rocky Ralph 2. I did not like that movie. Oh, you almost wanted to do it on the podcast. I did. I saw it twice. Why? My friend wanted to see it and it's free. It was not good. That's all right. This is a musical number. That's fun. Yeah, the musical number. I like the fun. musical number and I like the Disney princesses, but I wanted a whole movie of just that. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, I like the Disney princesses. Yeah, that's but, smart. But I think that's also like, obviously we want that movie. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like so shared, just Disney, Marvel shared universe, but in the Disney, Disney world, princess. Yeah, yes, yes. hundred percent. I want the it. Disney princesses to yeah. form the Avengers. 100 percent like just give me that movie (laughs) i will be there in the front row with all the little girls (laughs) uh but i think it would make so much money okay sorry and i feel like maybe it's because dc isn't owned by disney that they haven't been able to to do it maybe i i just i just feel like they constantly are making poor decisions star wars hasn't gotten there yet i still judge solo as being a bad movie that's fair but a good star wars movie yeah that's an okay star wars movie i liked it. it was fine you liked it. You liked Solo. You were like the biggest proponent for it. You were like, right, because everyone Solo was, so was the best. Because you, you had a really it. fun time. Yeah. But it changed. Movie. No, it's not. Time. Time changed. I have to watch it again. Because I liked it. I thought it was solid. I don't know. Time made me. I think I feel like all the naysayers got to me. I think they did. Well, because after, after what happens with time is now you start to place it with everything else, you know? Yeah. And in the, the in, if someone asked me right now to, hey, I've never seen Star Wars, what should I watch? Like, okay, now it's a discussion. You start with the prequels, you start with the originals, you go to the new yeah. stuff. I'd probably go originals, then prequels, then new stuff. And then it would be Rogue One, and then it would be Solo. And I was like, ooh, maybe that means the movie's not good. That I don't care about it as much to like show somebody. I don't know, time makes you think about stuff. That's yeah, yeah. I think the movie, it didn't stand the test of time for me. Because mm. I'm not thinking about it still. But I'm still talking about Black Panther and like my everyday. Co- I was in an Uber the other day and I had a conversation about Black Panther. Oh, nice. I have a conversation about Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think it was. Wait, was not, that this year? Huh? Was solo this year? I don't know. I think it was. I think it was. Think about it. It oh, was this year. Been. That's how far away it is in your mind. It might have not been the best Star Wars movie, but I don't think it it's the worst one. It was a Star Wars movie. The you don't think it's the first bad? one? It's not, I don't know. The prequels, for whatever reason, and I feel like the biggest nerd in the world yeah. are doing this because I feel like the yeah. the problem with nerds when I'm saying stuff like yeah. this. But because of the new movies, I'm liking the prequels more. And I know that's a nerdy thing to say. Well, for me, like, I always say that but at least the prequels added lore to the thing where the new movies aren't really adding any I lore. I know, and I'm starting to go that way. Yeah, I'm getting to you. I really don't I'm like Force Awakens. your mind. I really don't like Force Awakens. Like, the more time goes by, the more I think what about was, the movie. Which one was that? The seventh. Uh, you loved The Last Jedi, though. I liked it a lot. Because <laughs> I remember I didn't like it. You were like, no, I, it's so I good. Liked, I think it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. And it did Star Wars a couple disservices. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the way I feel about it. But after that movie, I liked Force Awakens even less. Really? Because it's just a new hope. <laughs> it's so, like, I love Finn. Wow. That's it. <laughs> Every time Jim Bodega is there, I love him. Because he's funny. <laughs> yeah. He's a good actor. But everything else about that movie, like, tell me your favorite movie, moment from Force Awakens. Go. Um, easy, when, easy, done. When Chabé Ega and Poe are on the, the time fighter, they're like, oh, man, we're escaping. It was great. Best okay. moment. Well, now tell me your favorite moment from, like, Revenge of the Sith. When Darth Vader is like, hey, guys, you want to go get some pizza? Remember that? Or when Darth Vader's like, hey, guys, uh, remember Aquaman? Remember that, the, the episode that we're doing? <laughs> remember that part of Star Wars? How did I get on this? I don't know. How did I get on the Star Wars talk? I don't know. How did I get here? Oh, um, man. Episode one's still a bad movie, but I think there's a... I, it, you're right, it doesn't matter. Hold on. I don't even remember what the point was. There was a point. The point was DC Universe, like what it's doing going forward. I don't know. Let's talk about the movie. Yo, wasn't it funny when Mary ate the roses? That was hilarious. I wish there was more of that, honestly. Well, I thought that there was enough. I think there the movie enough, did a good job I of a little more. Yeah, I think the movie did a good job of balancing the comedy yeah. aspects, but also being serious. My problem with Aquaman yeah, is that I just wanted a couple more cutesy moments. My problem with Aquaman is that he, his whole thing is the like having to live with like, oh no, do I live with in the ocean or do I live yeah. in the the land? Yeah. And there's only so much of that you can watch. You know, that's probably why he didn't actually say that much in this movie. And so this first, yeah, exactly. But this first movie, <laughs> but he still carried it. Jason Momoa is great. Yeah, this first movie is great. Yeah, but then it, it laid the groundwork, right? Yeah, like the second movie, oh, man. him having to actually deal with that, and actually act and shit. But then the third movie, I don't know what the fuck that's well, going to be about, it, right? Like that's what happened. I guess Atlantis yeah. is Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, I think, oh, I think you just said it so good. Uh, this movie was perfect at setting up this world, yeah. right? Because it had double duty, right? It had to set up the land world. It had to set up Black Panther, Black Manta. It had to set up, <laughs> it had to set up Racist. Ocean Master. It had to set up these seven tribes of people: the Trench, yeah. the Brine, the the Fisherman, the Atlantis. Atlantis yeah. and this dichotomy between the two worlds, all this shit it had a lot to do. All of all the DC movies, I feel like they had the most world building. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I got gypped. Sometimes yeah. when I walk away from movies like like I just saw Mortal Engines, right? Yeah. Oh. It is a really, really great okay movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great okay movie. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Yeah. It is fine. But the world felt not lived in enough. If I didn't know enough about it, it just gave it. me stuff. This one, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I felt like when the brine showed up at the, almost the end of the movie, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like, man, I feel like I got shortchained. I feel like it, it established what it was. Yeah. It put it in a place. I was presently surprised when I saw them. Mm-hmm. And now I want more. Yeah. Not like, I need, like, like, oh, you didn't give me enough. I, I think they did it perfect. Like, I yeah. want more of that. 
you know? Yeah. I want to see Aquaman going to the kingdoms and trying to unite yeah. them. And, you know, um, you know, voices, the lead of the brine, who? the guy who did Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought he died. Nope. He's also from one of our challenges, Indiana Jones. Salah. I 100% thought he died. Maybe now. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess he's alive. I don't know. I didn't how know that. Affect him. <laughs> Quickly. Oh, go on. Uh, um, what do you think of Orm or Ocean Master in the movie? Can I be honest? Yeah. I can't. Patrick Wilson. I can't. I, I've always loved Patrick Wilson. Yeah. You know. He, ever since uh, Night was, Owl, Watchmen. No, ever since Fan of the Opera. Oh. Yeah. Nice. He's he comes from musical roots. He's a musical guy. He's a oh, Broadway really? guy. Mm-hmm. Like he can. He's an amazing singer, and he's. Like that kind of actor, and he's transitioned to movies. Mm-hmm. But I've also loved him in Night Owl. I love him every time he comes up. Yeah. And I was like, seems like a weird choice for Ocean Master. Yeah. And if you ask me who Ocean Master was from the comics, I'm like, yeah, his brother. He's a stupid character. Uh-huh. My God, he, Ocean Master was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Really? He was for me <clears throat> like. There's one moment that I had a problem with, but besides that one moment, like his trajectory as this younger son that's had to live in Landis but hates the service yeah. but was raised by his obviously abusive father but like had had to watch his mom die and had to watch his mom pick like I understood yeah. his motivations not quite as much as Killmonger but I would compare the two a little mm-hmm. bit because what he's saying in his head like I get it like I didn't yeah. disagree with what his worldview was from his standpoint yeah. and I loved his urgency I loved the way he like like he didn't, he felt menacing in a yeah. non-comic booky way. Like I was scared of the guy. Yeah. Like I thought, like if I went up to the guy, and then that moment when his mask went on, that was iconic from the comics, Ocean mm-hmm. Master. That was a cool way of doing God, it. God, I didn't think that moment would work, and it looked yeah. so good. His costume looked. He yeah, his looked, costume looked so really good. much like exactly what he should have looked. I don't even yeah. know how to describe it. And the whole thing about the Ocean Master is yeah. the guy who rules over the Seven Kingdoms. Like to bring in that title to mm-hmm. give him that comic book villain name super smart they also like, squeeze in two villains into this movie yeah which is and, like and a backstory and motivation and yeah. set up for a sequel with both of them yeah. wow they did a lot with this movie they did a lot and, and the next movie what did you think of Ocean Master before you get to the I thought that I just raved about him for I thought minutes. he was great and it's interesting because I feel like most DC, most superhero movies find the flaw of like I am fighting myself but bad yeah like every superhero well, is I guess pretty that much was here fighting. too but it didn't feel that way but it didn't feel that way because the whole Atlantis is people like him yeah you know? Yeah. Like, it's a little different it's because little it's different. not just he's fighting one guy. And also, we got Black Panther, who's definitely a primate. Like, yeah. he's, I guess, the secondary villain, but he didn't feel that way. No. And he's very different. Yeah. And, yeah, Black Panther is very different. Yeah. And also, the fact that the the enemy of Aquaman, Black Manta, has a purpose. And yeah. he has a reason for not wanting Aquaman yeah. uh, to live. It's interesting, too, because you see Aquaman leave Black Manta and Black Manta looks at Aquaman and says, please help me. My father's dying. Yeah. And Aquaman's like, figure it out and leaves. Yeah. He was a dick. Yeah. Like, I understand. And I saw people on the Internet also like saying, like, I don't see what was so bad. What he did. He was trying to kill those people. It's like, yeah, but he's a superhero. Yeah. In those those moments are the critical moments that change the supervillain and and allow them to reform. If Aquaman went and helped his father, I doubt Black Manta would be Black Manta. He would have been his diggle. Exactly. Like in uh, the arrow. Yeah. Yeah. He would have, that would have allowed him to reform. (laughs) He would have figured something out. But the fact that he spurned him, that gave him an excuse to to want to kill him. I understand what the argument is that he didn't kill his father, but to me, he killed his father. Yeah. Well, (laughs) in in that moment, I turned to, I was like, we turned to each other and we were like, that's fucked up because 
they could have easily had him just leave and then Black Manta not say anything and continue they could have made to fight f- an accident, yeah. But the fact that Black Manta looked at Aquaman and, and said, said please and begged him for yeah. help, that that was crushing. I thought that was a very smart choice yeah. to make that to make his hate have reason behind it. And um Yahya Abdul Mateen, the mm-hmm. second yeah. Black the Manta. guy who's Black Manta. Like I bought that. I bought that so much. Yeah. Like I bought that motivation there. There was a couple moments where I don't think it was his acting, but it was a little big. Yeah. But I think it was because of the music. Like uh-huh. he would have this big comic book supervillain look to him as he looked over yeah. and like he was gonna kill you and like breathing heavy. And I was like, that's good. But then the music went. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the and music I was, like, was oh, bad. Oh, it ruined a lot of parts. It, honestly, I feel like it ruined him the his moments yeah. the most. Because like, um, those could have been like quiet, small, quiet moments. But like, then the music was like, nope, yeah. not happening. I like the scene with Black Manta where he's working on the helmet, and it was so it weird. And he's like, place, I have to make it wider. I loved it at the same time too. You know what I mean? Because it worked. I mean, the classic moment when he went under the desk and then he popped back up. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Well, oh my god! In the beginning scene, almost, when Aquaman, almost silly, almost there's certain points where I was just like, "Ooh, this is." There's certain shots where I was like, "This is too much." Yeah. Like the part where Aquaman uh, is fighting the pirates uh-huh. and that smoke behind him, and he walks in, and there's that music cue. Oh my god! I hated that. Oh my god! I hated that so much. Which is a shame because everything else, choreograph wise, acting wise, shot wise, is yeah. great. And then, James Wan's shooting of this movie, like he kept going like above yeah. and like around and and then the, them walking out the water to the pitbull africa song yep. like yep, yep. why why pick those moments i'm not sure like i don't know if that was a bad directing thing or if a producer said he had to do it they kind of feel like producer things don't they but it just felt so out of place yeah. it didn't feel like james wan's vision you're right especially with how much tact was given to like these other intense moments of like diplomacy like he's dealing with atlantean diplomacy yeah. in this movie and it's working you know what's weird? This movie felt a lot like Star Wars for me. Like yeah. these underwater battles mm-hmm. and this this civil war going on about who's yeah. going to be in charge. It felt very Star Wars in the, in the most yeah. positive way. Yeah. You know, it felt a classic like X-Wing, like trying to get through the yeah. thing to shoot the thing. Well, and- it's also interesting because I feel like the underwater world is just like the unknown because we can't yeah. explore that deep into the ocean. So there's so many things that we don't even know is down there, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's... That that otherworldly aspect of the Atlantis and and the underwater community uh, was interesting, and it felt they did a good job of making it feel like space or something. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, Dolph Lundgren was way better than anything I've ever seen him in my life. Oh my god, he was great. He, I believed everything about him being a king and being yeah. actually secretly wanted to kill he people. Was good. And well, also Aquaman doesn't have that many villains, so I yeah. feel like they're gonna have this this they scientist guy this. Uh, in the next one yeah. with Black Manta, and then I feel like they need another one. Yeah, I like him as an actor. So um, what is it? Park? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Randall Park? Is that it? I think so, yeah. I like him. So, And he's one of those guys that, honestly, he kind of feels like Richard Pryor in the third Superman movie. Like, he probably <laughs> shouldn't be in this movie, but he's going to work. Yeah, it's going to work. Um, And then uh, the only thing that it's, I feel like I wanted just a little more Mara. Just because, like, I loved everything she did. Yeah. Her powers looked good. She did a good job. Her chemistry with Mo. She looked good. Sure. Welcome to Creep Corner with Marcus. <laughs> Her chemistry with Mo was great. You yeah. know, I I bought that she, they would have fell for each other and had a kiss. A little weird how at the end of the movie, they're both standing there like together and he's like saying I'm the king for the first time and then like making out with Mara. I was like, well, I mean, you guys just had a kiss. Like she can't be your queen right away. Yeah. Like, like give it a, like, like your give brother it a is still there. <laughs> yeah. like, he was just banging her. Yeah. 
or wanting to bang her at least like give it a, that was weird but i just wish she had a little more to do like a little more because yeah. all she got to do was quip on momoa well i like that the mom is still alive so that way yeah. she's queen and then maybe she'll die and then Mara will become queen after they fall in love a little bit more well when the queen's still the queen isn't the queen anymore when the king takes it she's queen region or something which is like the old queen well, she doesn't the, have any power anymore, though. It there, depends. There can be yeah, the well, he has a trident thing, so he'll be king, but... Yeah. Well, and if he marries Mara, she will be queen, even if her yeah. mom's still alive. Yeah, she could be... Uh, also, Willem Dafoe is in this queen movie. Regent, yeah, is what's Willem Dafoe is in this movie. Oh, he's great. <laughs> it's so weird not seeing him as a villain. I know. He, oh, he just has a bad face. He's a bad guy my, face. That was one of my problems with um, Ocean Master. The moment when he's like, and I know you've been betraying me this whole time. And I'm like, how? <laughs> give me one scene give me one give me one scene like, where give he me finds one out something. Yeah, yeah yeah like that was the only thing i was like how why what how yeah, would you like and i know the whole time or at least give me like a line about but i needed you around because you were clever at politics yeah. or something that was, that was the like, one thing i also like that oh with marvel they kill all of their villains that is true and i think dc has Killmonger been doing that was too a great villain and they killed him they just he did not need to die. But the best thing about powerful. superheroes is that you know the villain's going to come back. Yeah. Like, yeah, they go to prison, but yeah. you know the Joker's breaking out of Honestly, Arkham. Honestly, when he didn't kill Ocean Master, that was such a pleasant surprise. And yeah. I was very happy about it because he, because in canonically in the comics, yeah. he's around for a long time. Exactly. And there's some moments when he comes around and helps a little. Exactly. And he's like forward Atlantis, but then goes around and joins the Legion, but then comes yeah. around again and helps and goes back and forth. That's interesting, mm -hmm. you know? Because he is the prince of Atlantis and he does know that world. Yeah. And he does with everything he has wants to protect that world yeah so while he's not a good guy his methods aren't the best but he has good intentions yeah. of wanting to protect atlantis yeah and i think that i like that they kept him alive because it's such a stupid thing it's just a small thing and like maybe no one has noticed that this really happens but they really do fucking kill everybody yeah they just fucking kill him yeah. and so in the comics it's cool knowing that someone can come back oh it's so you know? interesting yeah like <clears throat> thanos in the next movie yeah. they're probably gonna kill him probably you know yeah and that sucks because he's like this foreboding force in the universe. Like and you don't know when he's, he's gonna come back. There, yeah, yeah. And so he should be around. Yeah, but they'll That's probably why the comics him. feel that way. Like <laughs> the fact that Doctor Doom is just somewhere. Yeah, plotting his neck is scary. <laughs> it is. And then when he shows up, you're like, oh, where have you been? And yeah, he explains exactly. you're like, That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that they kept them alive to have him in the sequel. That's going to be great. Yeah. I you mean, know? that's why Loki's so strong, right? Yeah. Because he can flip back and forth because they had exactly, to kill him, right? Yeah. I mean, now he's dead. So, but <clears throat> but he he lasted a while. Yeah. You know. But Loki, I guess I guess Loki's one example of someone they didn't kill. But even then, he wasn't like a big, he didn't feel like a big bad. I mean, he did in Avengers. I guess so. But even he was answering to Thanos. We didn't. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're, yeah, you're yeah. right. You know? yeah, yeah. And we always knew he would do that back and forth thing. Yeah. But. He, you're right. He's he's probably the because uh, he's the trickster guy. He's exactly, not as menacing yeah. as like the cold blooded killer that Ocean Master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like would Loki kill a king? Yeah. Yes, but he just didn't because he didn't yeah. feel like it. But but Orm is like, I'm going to start a war among our people. Kill. Oh, that was rough. He killed the the king, dude. The of fisherman that. guy. He killed the fisherman guy. Played by Dimijin Hosen. Oh, nice. Yeah. He killed him and he was like, fuck you. you. You're in charge now, little girl, and you're going to fucking be on my side. And she's like, okay. She's like, fine. fine I, don't want to I see what yeah. happens. I love the design of the brine, though. Yeah. I did not expect them to be crab people. I loved it. Yeah. It was so well done. And we've gotten five of the seven kingdoms. I'm really excited. I'm sure I'm, you were the more other two. I, you, I thought you might know. You read more of the comics. No, I don't, I don't remember. Know. We got the trench, the brine, the fishermen, mm -hmm. the Zeros, which is where Mara's people are from, and oh. Atlantis. 
Those are all which, like water which is controller weird because Mara's people. place is like a secret dimension underneath the Bermuda Triangle or something. But they kind of treat it like just it was another place. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they're going to touch on that. Maybe. But I don't know what the other two are. Because they, they might have just said it was a place and then later touch on it, how oh, And then we different. can talk about the great fucking job of Julie Andrews in this movie. Julie Andrews? Yeah. She was in the movie? Yeah. Who will she play? You don't know? No. Guess. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> James, did she play James Wan? Was she secretly directing the movie? No, Julie Andrews was in this movie. <clears throat> I didn't know she was alive. She was... Oh, my God. <clears throat> Why do you think everyone's dead? Guys, they die. I assume, and look, if you don't make something for a while, and if you're not in my Julie zeitgeist, in you're style. dead. Richard Pryor, years, I guess. he's dead. Yeah, but he actually... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him in, in stuff world. in a while. He's dead. Well, yeah, but... Okay, am I wrong? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, are you... Well, I, George Washington, where is he? Dead. Like the president? Yeah. Mm. Former president. You're right, my fault. <laughs> my mistake... Uh, she was the creature. What creature? The Kraken Leviathan. Oh, thing. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Isn't it? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Which was a great design. It looked real cool. <laughs> Julie Andrews? Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Weird. That's I don't such know, a just weird, did. random thing. I know. To do. Wait, I didn't, it didn't pull me out of the movie. I thought the voice was perfect. I was like, it's because Mary Poppins was coming out around the same weekend and they were like, oh, let's fucking. Fuck you. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> a bit, She's not in that movie. Oh, yeah. they're like, Mar- hey, look, I know Mary Poppins is coming out. You could be in our movie, Aquaman. <laughs> I'm just like, well, they wanted Mary creature. Poppins being it, but she said very specifically, it's like, I want this to be Emily Blunt's movie. Like, she yeah. didn't want to step on her toes. Yeah, yeah. That's um, nice that they did that. Yeah. But, um, and then we get the, the, it was great. And then we get the, 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 the it was great. Yeah. yeah. I think the fight scenes were great. I think, I think that this movie touched. God, Black Mantha's fighting was so cool. Like, he it was, was. So- I loved Black Manta because he's just so different than Aquaman. Aquaman's yeah. a super powered, almost alien being, and Black Panther's just a guy with a suit. Yeah, but he fights toe to toe. Yeah, real interestingly, and he gets Zaspi in the beginning, and then he yeah. later he gets the Atlantean weapons mm-hmm. and armor and stuff, yeah. and then he figures that out. It worked. It, it looked worked good. really well. His, his costume looks so cool. Like I want more of him. Yeah, and it's just great how they can. Like, it takes a lot to make these cheesy superhero things look good on the screen. Yeah. It really does. And and you can't. And they fail a lot. Yeah. Have you seen Titans? I have not. I'm not going to watch it. Neither have I. But they just You know what looks good, though? What? Have you seen the team for the Doom Patrol? No, I want to watch that. It looks cool. Yeah. Which is. I love Doom Patrol. But it's the same universe. They hit a backdoor pilot, which makes me cautious. Oh. Yeah. And they put Cyborg in it randomly. I don't know why. I heard about that, but I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, he doesn't look bad, but he doesn't look good. Yeah. Every, everything else about Doom Patrol looks good, though. Is Beast Boy on Doom Patrol? No, he's in Titans. Oh. But that was the back door pilot. He comes and, like, says hi and then leaves. Oh, that's stupid. I don't know. Titans looks real bad. People hey. are saying it's good. It looks real bad. Yeah. I don't know. Is people T? No, T hates it. Oh, okay. T hates it. I'm saying the internet. There's been articles and videos like, it's, this is the best episode yet. Yeah, this I saw good. people, like, in my feed <sighs> saying it was good. I don't know. Guys, if you want us to do Titans, um, we're not going to do it. Fuck you. This show's bad. <laughs> guys if we get enough of you asking us to do titans we'll do titans sure we'll do if you enough of you ask we'll do the whole goddamn season it just finished but you guys gotta ask for it and the way you do that is by leaving five star reviews on itunes let us know what you want to see next dice 
I'm, and if you already did your five star review, you can go back and edit it and, and say what you want us to do. That's true. And if you've already done your five star reviews, grab your significant others, your mom, your dad, your kids. Grab their phones and also leave a five star review. <laughs> and if you've already done that, then next, tomorrow when you go to work, yeah, ask your boss, ask your coworker, ask everybody true. else. Also, you can go to any Apple store and go on all the iPhones <laughs> and leave five star reviews on iTunes. <laughs> can you do that? Watch, I'm gonna try that. Washington Post breaking news podcast ruins the system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the Apple store and see if I can leave a review. Get a log or something. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to talk about this movie? <laughs> no. What do you think about this movie? Oh, it was so cute. It was so good. I mean, I, I think I think overall I just hope they fix those couple things, but but don't lose the, the tone because I think yeah. the tone is what works. I think so too. I think that if they keep with this comedic uh, shift but, but for the Marvel, but comedic, also no, but but not, not taking themselves exactly. seriously. It's this yeah. weird edge. You know what I mean? It's this thing that Marvel has been doing for years. Yep. Yeah. If they just do that, yeah. uh, then they'll well, have you, the joke isn't the thing, right? Yeah. Like the fact that he can talk to fish isn't the joke. No. You just add jokes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think that's where people screw up. Like, I think so too. Sometimes they'll make the thing the joke. It's like, no, we yeah. take the series. Yeah, yeah. I think I think people would be like, Aquaman, he's stupid. Let's make fun of him the whole movie. Yeah. No, Easily you make jokes within that. the movie yeah. about other things. Right. It's it's great, and the fact that he can can talk to fish was actually cool in the movie. Honestly, it was great, but I'm still confused of why he can do it. They explained everything else, but why can you he find talk out to the fish? next movie? All right, cool. He's connected to the old king somehow because he's the only one who could do it. They mentioned that in the. The creature. Yeah, but like his brother has more Atlantean blood in him. Or less. No, more. No? Yes. Because two Atlanteans made him instead of one. Yeah, but so maybe it's not genetic descendant. Maybe he's like a okay. rebirth. Maybe so, it's a, So is every firstborn son can do it? No, maybe it's the... Maybe he is the uh, reincarnation of the old king. See, I kind of thought they would throw some shit like that uh-huh. in there because they didn't explain that part. Yeah. You know, oh, and it, they did say a little bit because the creature said, "You're the first person to talk to me since." Exactly. The yeah, king. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's he got a line about that. There's something, something in there. there. Interesting. Yeah. Well, would you recommend this movie? Yes, to everybody. Everyone go see this movie. <laughs> Unless you have no heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you see the sequel? I'm gonna go see this movie again. Oh wow! IMAX 3D. T asked me. I'm oh, like, hell God. yeah, I want to see this IMAX 3D. T said you want to see it again. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, I mean, all those water things, like, it sounds like it's yeah, going to be worth it. sounds it. like fun. It sounds like cool. Yeah. If yeah. they had 4DX, that'd be fun. Oh, I should check. That would be fun. It just sounds wet, though. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of spraying you with water. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about this. Now nice. I'm excited about Shazam even more. Good. Uh, and I'm excited to see what the news is going to be like over the next couple the of months. The news? The news of what the DC Universe is going to uh, do. Oh, yeah. Because this movie is going to make probably too much money to not do an Aquaman sequel. Yeah. And we're already getting a Wonder Woman 2. But like, how is what's happening? Yeah, because like, I, I feel like know. I heard because that they were rebooting know. the whole thing. But then I heard that they're but not. This did too well. This did too well for them to reboot the whole yeah. thing. Then if they're doing the side garbage, movies, the Joker side movie. I'm mad about that Joker movie. And dude. so who knows what the fuck they're doing? Yeah, and we're supposed to get a new Batman trilogy by Matt Reeves. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I I want them to keep this universe. If they need to change who Batman is, that's fine. No, whatever. No one cares. Yeah. Everyone will just pretend that it's Batman. I think you just focus on making good movies for a couple years, and then you do another Justice League movie. I think so, you know? too. Yeah. Like, forget... Oh, the other one didn't happen. Yeah, the other one was real They bad. mentioned the old... The, the DC Universe twice in this movie, I think. Once is because they mentioned it was a year after Steppenwolf. Yeah. And once when um, Aquaman mentioned that the Atlanteans fought the Amazonians. Mm-hmm. 
And those are the only two times. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Don't do anything else. Yeah. I do not need you to talk to Batman. I don't need Superman to show up. I don't need anything else. Keep this and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And then reboot the whole the rest of it. I don't listen, I I liked Wonder Woman, but what's this Wonder Woman eighty four get is it eighty four? What is it? I thought it was sixty eight. Sixty eight? I don't know. What the I hell is that is. movie gonna be? What a weird choice. <laughs> Like I don't, it's, I just seems weird. Yeah, because no one knew about her that whole time because yep. she was heard about Steve. No, nope, she's doing other stuff in secret. Yeah, but also Steve's coming back. What? Yeah, he's in the movie. Did he die? Yes. Hmm. But there's been pictures of him with old man makeup. What? Yes. The fuck? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird movie. I know, right? Yeah, but you're gonna love it. Maybe I did. I love the first one in spite of itself. Like mm-hmm. it's not my kind of movie usually, yeah. but it just I don't know. It was written well. Okay, Nick. Okay. What's my challenge for this week? Oh fuck! It's my turn. It's your turn. It's your <laughs> turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. All right, Marcus. Yes. I'm going to give you something that we mentioned recently on a podcast episode that I was just excited about. Oh, nice. And I just want to do it. It's probably not going to get any viewers. Uh, we're not, we might even get hate mail because of it. This is for us. It, it is. Good. Yeah, two for them, two for us. Yeah. Great. That's how it works. Great. In the movie industry. This is a HBO film. Oh. It's a HBO documentary. Oh. And the name of it is Going Clear, Woo! Scientology and the Prison of Belief. Oh, man. I'm excited. Marcus, this movie is fucking nuts. Is it? Because you heard about all the science yeah, yeah. things in passing. But yeah. this, like, in a two-hour movie, explains it all yeah. beat by beat. All the things that I listened to reference this, like, in their episodes about Scientology. Yeah. They reference I mean, this. I wish you didn't listen to those things because you probably know most of what's in this movie. Yeah. But the movie just presents in a really well, nice package, and the, we can talk about it. The things that I've listened to are more about... Uh, the, the foundation of it rather than what's happening now in it's both it starts it just goes yeah. it's the whole thing so i'll probably know i'll probably know a decent amount of the foundation stuff but not about listen what's i happening. thought i knew a good amount of the foundation stuff but this is like testimonies and like yeah. visual aids and like yeah it it blew my mind yeah because <laughs> i knew how crazy it was yeah but i don't know how crazy it was yeah i'm excited i'm excited great to see it we're doing going clear guys okay. leave us reviews <laughs> And tweet us at now try this cast. Nice. Nick, as Aquaman. <laughs> That's the worst one you could ever do. As, as, as Aquaman's dead. Aquaman's dead? Yeah, yeah. Get us out of the episode. I can't speak with the accent he speaks with. Do it. Oh, boy. Get drunk under the table with me as we go save the world. You'll be a hero someday, son. Is that a good Polynesian racist. accent? Racist. <laughs> racist. Racist. This is all set up because you're racist. Dude, he's in that new kids movie. Oh, my Did God. Did you see that with the, the ugly dolls or whatever? What? You know what I'm talking about? You no. see a trailer for this? No. Okay. I, th- I think Kelly Clarkson's in it, too. Pitbull is the worst part of the Aquaman movie. That's why you have to It's a about. movie about those ugly dolls that kids have or girls oh, have. Oh, the ugly dolls. Yeah. It's a new musical movie coming out, animated musical movie, and one of the the one little blue one is is Pitbull. He's in the movie. Hold on, I gotta show you the trailer. Oh, I've seen those in the store. Yeah, those are cute. Yeah. Yeah, you can keep holding. I was getting closer to the mic. Oh. This special amputee is more than me. 
Jeff, how you look today? Short and stubby, nubby teeth out on full display. Your pinkish red got this thing on your head, and whoa, girl, you couldn't look better. I love it. I want to watch this. I am too, but I have problems. With what? This is perfect. When you make ref, oh, I'm not buying the mic. <laughs> when you make references to things like being a girl, like American colloquialisms, yeah. But then also, like, I got this weird thing in my head. It's so it, it takes me out because it's like, wait. So, are you aware that you're a doll and you're a kid's thing, or is this another world? Like, I'm. I confuse me. Well, we haven't got it's like trolls. Time. Yeah, where's Pitbull? Like where's Mister Worldwide? It's trying to be like Trolls, I guess. 100%. Trolls is cute. Kelly Clarkson! Janelle Monet! And people. Wow. The thing is, he's like a he's a character. He's like a yeah. He's in the movie. He's in the movie. That I don't mind. Yeah, I don't know. Seems I don't know. That makes me not hate Pitbull because it's like I don't hate Pitbull. Like he, I like just hate music. Get, like he he gets it. He knows. Gasolina. That is Pitbull. Yeah. Wow. He's been how old is Pitbull? I don't know. Alexa, how old is Pitbull, Mister Worldwide? This might answer your question. Pitbull is thirty-seven years old. He was born on January fourteenth. Alexa, got it. Thank you. Thank you, subject. How much? He's 37. Which what? means... I don't know that. Oh, fuck it. When Gasolina <laughs> came out, he was like, what? 22? Yeah, wow. Like a, how old is that song? I don't know. He's at least Mr. 10 Worldwide. years, right? Yeah. No, it's gonna be like 15. Wow. I went full circle now. I respect him. He's been working a long time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I feel like his stuff's gotten cleaner. Yeah, it's true. He's in a kid's movie. Yeah. He's clean. All right. Respect. Full, full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I, I still, still think it's the worst. Movie. He doesn't yeah, belong to me.